What is up and welcome into the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And he's the NFL draft analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. It's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, it's been a while. Welcome yeah. back. Good yeah, to, yeah. Good to, uh, to see you guys' faces here. Yeah, your likewise. voices. Definitely. And yes, clearly, yes, clearly, it's been a while. You forgot to introduce <laughs> me also as a grading Madden champion. I mean, come on. Man. <laughs> man. Man's getting ready to drive in about a week. You know, we, we can't forget that now. I mean, come on, man. I, I want all the season is here. Wait, 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 wait. I'm forgetting all about Madden. We are T minus 11 months from college foot from EA Sports College football dropping. That's 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 the big thing here. So I ain't even mentioning Madden. Hey. But uh but yeah it's good to be back man. I was I was uh I caught that uh that 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 vid and uh was out, was, was out of it for a while but I'm 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 feeling good back now. So uh good, good to good, be good healthy to, and back. Yes sir. Yes sir. I've been you. been looking forward to 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 talking to you guys. Yes, and uh, we got a lot, man. Lot to talk about. A lot on our plate now. Yeah. Peak peak season is approaching. Yes, sir. <laughs> since since we last gambling season, right? That's what you're <laughs> that too. Hey, that, yes. <laughs> that too. I haven't I haven't touched the the them bed naps. I know soon as football, season, I'm gonna be right back on. I got I got an alert the other day saying, "Hey, college football season is." On the way, yeah. we got a we got a little promo for you. So uh, yeah. so yeah. yeah, so yeah. The uh, the points bet app will be will be up and about in a, in a, in a few short weeks here. But uh, since we've been gone, um, NFL teams reported for training camp. Uh, that includes our Chicago Bears, and um, I think this is going to be a memorable camp for for one Ryan Poles here. Uh, his inaugural uh, campaign with the Bears, and I don't think it's starting off the way that that he would like it. Uh, Roquan Smith is holding in, as as, <laughs> as they said, yeah. Which I've never. I think this is the first time I've ever heard. First time. I've never heard holding in before. Mm-hmm. So like he's like heard low management. Like what's that? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But he's showing up to camp, but he's just not participating um, because of because of his uh, uh, the contract struggles that are going on right now. Uh, him and the Bears have not been able to come to an agreement, and uh, so the Bears actually, I, I think they they tried to do him a favor by putting them on the on the pup list so that he would come come out and you know at least meet with the team and, you know, be a part of activities without actually participating. Well, Roquan came out saying that, Hey, the bears aren't negotiating in good faith. This is, you know, I'm, 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 I want to sign a deal and they're, they're not coming with a, uh, with a proposal that is, that is good enough. Uh, He announces that. And then the bears release him or take him off of the pup list and now have the option if they want, because he has been medically cleared to play, if they want, they can find him if he does not participate in practices. 
today he did not participate in practice. There was no word on on whether or not there would be a fine or anything. But this is this is sloppy, man. I don't. This is like I said, it's a it's a bad it's a bad look. I think for for Ryan Poles uh, coming out. I think honestly, it make it makes him look weak. I think. Hmm. What you in think, my B? opinion, makes him look weak. Weak, yeah. By he, you talking Ryan Poles? Ryan Poles, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm. I kind of thought he. I'm not gonna say it make him look weak. I. I don't know if it makes him look strong. I feel like he's trying to set a president or something. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> really been. I haven't really been following it too tough. Every time I see an update, it's like something different is happening. Oh, he feels disrespected. Then he's showing up. Then the contract I did offer him is backloaded. Then it's just all type of crazy stuff. My personal opinion, when I first saw it, I was like, damn, here we go with some BS. (laughs) And then I was like, you know what? F it. We ain't going nowhere, nowhere. Trade them. <laughs> let's get some assets. Like, well, let's get some assets for them. We ain't going nowhere no time soon. True. How about we how about we regain, regain everything we lost during the last regime? <laughs> but but of course, you do not want to lose a guy like that, though. No. Man. You don't. You don't want to. Uh he's been great for us in his mm-hmm. tenure. Of the last regime, he has been the only bright spot. I mean, outside of our quarterback who, you know, who, I mean, that's one year, so I don't count him with them uh, for say, uh, per se, I should say. Um, But I kind of stand with like, man, if he's, if he's clear with the mindset of trade him, I say trade him. Um, I say trade him. I, I, I think I'm just over the notion of this of, of the Bears being the same year after year. Have a have we tend to have a strong linebacker and everything <laughs> else ain't shit. You know, so how about we change the mold? How about we how about we try to change the image? So I don't know. I don't know. You know, let's 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 move to Arlington Heights and change everything. You know, I don't know. Uh. It's the Bears. It's hey. Um, I feel your exasperation. I can understand speaking in exasperated tones as a Bears fan and one that's been my whole my entire life. I find there are times it's very difficult to even watch the Bears play. I've, I've said that many times on our previous podcast. That being said, Roquan is twenty five freaking years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is in. The, he's approaching the prime of his career. He's not even really at it yet. He's at the. He's at the beginning part. He's at that ascension to being one of the most uh, prolific middle linebackers uh, currently playing, and has the potential to be one of those historically for the Bears at the pace that he's going at. Uh, he is a versatile do-it-all linebacker. He's a middle linebacker who can play in coverage. He can play sideline to sideline. He can get off blocks. He can sack, and he definitely can make tackles. He had 163 last year three sacks and one interception um he's two-time second team all pro back-to-back years um here's a guy and if you ever read if you read his twitter uh comment about you know how he's feeling about the situation and i'm going to assume that he wrote that i don't see why i should assume that he didn't very eloquent 
he he didn't uh, write that. Okay, well, hey, he, he spoke it. I, I'll put it that way. And, and not to say, wait, not not to say that he couldn't. Not to say that he couldn't. I don't know that he didn't wrote it. I write it. Nah, me. I'll keep going. I'm gonna tell you why he didn't write it in the set. But he's also serving as his own agent, so clearly it's not a matter of academia or having the the wherewithal. So I think he is a very astute young man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, all that being said. He is a guy who, and if you again reading going by his his Twitter statement, guy who grew up in Georgia, you know, but linebacker is in his blood, and he understands that history of linebackers here in Chicago, particularly at the same position that he plays. Okay, so we're he's aware of that, and here's a guy who went to voluntary veteran minicamp, he went to the minicamp in April, he went to the OTAs in May, he went to the mandatory veteran minicamp in June. So it's not like he's some dude who says, you know, I'm going to play hardball and just sit out right away. He was making those concessions. So he was acting yeah. in good faith. Okay. Yeah. The deal, the deal that Paul sent him was kind of a BS deal. Okay. And it's not one that's going to actually make him the highest play paired, player at his position. It's going to be around maybe 15 million. And some of the, I think Roquan may want around 20 million. So there's, there's some wiggle room in between there but they put de-escalators in this contract, okay? And it's one that basically it was going to affect the market at linebacking position. And so Roquan is aware also, because he has to be, because he does his own contracts. He's aware of how that's going to affect not just him, but the other players in his position. So it's also an NFLPA situation that he understands as well, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's feeling as though they're not acting in good faith. And they give him a take it or leave it type kind of attitude that that seems to be pervading from the front office. So I don't understand why the Bears have an issue paying him because you have quarterback, but in your defense, generally your quarterback and your defense is your middle linebacker. Okay. If it's not your middle linebacker, sometimes it might be the safety position, but your middle linebacker, generally your quarterback on defense. You've got a potential face of the franchise on offense, potential. And you clearly have what's the, who is the best player. Now you, I know you said he is probably the only player on the team from the last regime. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say he's the only one, but I say he's the best of the ones from that regime. I think David Montgomery has been pretty good. And I think uh, Johnson at cornerback has been pretty good as well. From the previous yeah, yeah. Very but, but Rofine is the best of those, of those remaining yeah. players. And just like what Ed said, it is setting a bad precedent and, and a bad taste because the other players are watching. Like, if you're going to treat our best player who's at a point where he's earned what he's asking for, mm-hmm. and you have the money, because the Bears have enough cash, because they didn't pay anybody really this year. And, and, and our quarterback's on his rookie contract, so the money's there. And the Bears plan to have more money next year. I get that. But it's not like you don't have enough millions. If it's Say, say you pay him 17 and a half or 18 and take the de-escalators out, or whatever it is, there's ways you can do this. But by trying to play hardball, unnecessarily so is what it seems like. That's the thing that just seems to really be sticking in my craw. This seems to be unnecessary. Like, why would you not want this player to be on your team? And and that's why I say I don't know if he seems soft. I I think he's more so trying to trying to be tough in a sense that which makes him look soft. He doesn't need to. Okay, okay. You say it in that aspect, yeah. Because I'm yeah. like, he doesn't need to. Like, well, the other problem is you're talking at a position that isn't a market breaking position. It'd be different if you're talking like cornerback or defensive end or left tackle or quarterback or as we've seen over the last 
offseason, past offseason wide receiver. Those are money, you know, money breaking type positions. Like what Roquan is asking for, you can facilitate. You you really can. Well, you know, and, and let's let's not forget the salary cap is about to go up. Exactly. Like, Tremendously. Yes. So there's going to be plenty of space to sign an inside linebacker to a to a lucrative deal. Well, that, yeah, you can pay him now. You can do it right now. Yeah, absolutely. Before absolutely. He, before he gets a sniff of how much money you're really going to have, that's for even more. <laughs> it seems like you're, you're making a problem that you didn't have. Absolutely. Yeah, um, that's the, yeah. And it's, it should it should be a this this should be a slam dunk. It basically comes down to Roquan is one of the top three inside linebackers in the game, right? Easily. All right. Two of those three have already gotten their deals done, right? So, and that and that's Darius Leonard and uh, and Fred Warner in San Francisco, right? I I don't know. Say Demario Davis is maybe might be as good if not better than those guys for the Saints, but yeah, okay, we'll we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with Are that. They, they saying they, he wants they got to yeah, he wants. Yeah, uh, Shaquille Leonard. That's Darius Darius Leonard. Yeah, Darius Leonard. Same. It's same. Yeah. 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 Uh, there. He's he's going by Shaquille now. Right. Man, shows what I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it should, it should be it should be a slam dunk, an easy contract, which is mm-hmm. probably why why uh, Roquan is going without an agent. I might as well save that three percent because this should be relatively easy to negotiate should be simple well i think the bears are seeing him not having an agent as a way for them to try to take advantage of him which makes him look weak right (laughs) well to your point and that that's i think that's that's what's going on here um and it's 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 not it's not right it's not right man that's that's the main it's not right so so roquan did what he needed to do by putting out the uh the I guess it was it a tweet? Yeah, it's a tweet. But it was it was released, yeah. it was released through Ian Rappaport though. Right, 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 right. All right. Which is why I say he didn't do it on his own. And I don't want to put it out there like it's you know, there's no way you know Roquan Smith is not smart enough to do that. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm he absolutely is smart enough to do it, but there were points made in that um in that tweet. Or whatever you the, the manifesto, whatever the you want to call it, yeah, the, the the release that somebody somebody was looking out for him, saying, "All right, you need to hit this point here. You're from Macon, Georgia. You you know you love the Bears fans. You know you 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 understand the lineage of of, of Bears linebackers." He brought up out of everybody in there, I, I get Singletary. Uh, I get Wilbur Marshall. The one Wilbur Marshall. About. I get, or yeah, that's what I was going. With. Wait, 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 wait. I was, I, yeah, I said I get Wilbur Marshall. I get Singletary. I get Erlacher. I get Briggs. I get Buckus. He brought up Wilbur Marshall, <laughs> which is a great name. Don't get me wrong. Right. But somebody else said, yeah, you should throw Wilbur in there because he was, he was, you know, he was that dude on 85, on 85 Bears. But, uh, but no, I, th- I thought it was smart. And then if you notice, Adam Schefter came out. And basically was was uh, being a talking point for the Bears, saying mm-hmm. that the Bears gave him, you know, uh, 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 an offer that, you know, a fair offer, which clearly is not <laughs> true. Yeah, because everything is backloaded, and so that you know when you when you backload those contracts, NFL contracts aren't guaranteed. So yes, right. it may say that this deal is worth over hundred million dollars, 
shoot. But you may not see it. You can right. get rid of. You, you may you may not you may not see it all. Plus the de-escalators that are in. There. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, this is this is a bad look for the Bears. Uh, they need to yeah, figure this out really quickly. Like you said, if, they, if, they, if they're going to trade them, trade them. Go ahead. But if see, you're not going to get much. But back, you're not going to get there. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, wait, wait, wait. Here, I got a question for you guys. When did inside linebacker become a, a dime a dozen position? I like running back. Most of the league runs a, a, a three four. So that's, that's what it is. That, that, or if they're not running three fours, they're running um, a lot of nickel. And a lot of inside linebackers don't necessarily have the coverage skills. So your, your middle linebacker, your inside backer, your guys who are your tacklers, so to speak, that don't have the coverage skills kind of get, don't get the same play like they used to. So it's as opposed to running backs where they're a dime a dozen, because you have a lot of running backs, you have two, three running backs mm-hmm. to use. Here, middle linebackers or your inside linebackers don't play as much per se because there's so much nickel. So you're having strong safeties or playing or nickel slots, you know, or playing nickel, or you got linebackers who like you got to be like Edmonds, you know, for for Buffalo. Because Buffalo kind of plays a five two, to be quite honest with you. And so you know, you got a guy that can you know play, he can tackle, but he's big enough, but he's athletic enough to play outside. So your true inside linebackers, the middle linebackers, the four three type linebackers those guys almost like a fullback in a sense you don't see them like you used to but but rokon's a guy that's not coming out during in, in a nickel package exactly which is why this doesn't make any sense right <laughs> you know which is why it's, it's like it's like you being petty for no reason here's the one thing someone said that they, they put out there and it, it was like a, a a point toward the new administration or, or eba flu specifically it's opposes reluctance and that is can roquan fit in this in Iberflus' system. And I my my response to that is if you can't assess his talent before you took over the organization, knowing he was going to be there, and if by now you you were not able to have assessed his talent that you would know definitively whether or not he could or can't, then I think you don't know how to assess talent. And I have that now I start to question your ability to assess talent because just like you said, you you can see that he can he can he can drop in coverage. Got no problem. He can play sideline to sideline, he can diagnose plays. He's not coming off the field. So how could he not work in a 4-3 when you actually have two defensive tackles that keep the blockers off of you as opposed to in the 3-4 where you kind of sometimes have to share blockers more so than you would in a 4-3 where the, where the two, D, where the two uh, inside tackles can kind of run you know, interference in that regard. I would think a 4-3 situation would benefit Roquan. Well, it depends on what they're, what they're running. Um but we've seen this. Is we, it, is it a, this is, are are you shooting gap? Are, are the tackles shooting gaps? Or are they are or is it gap control? That's but, right. But we've seen this defense. It, even Lewis's defense is is basically very similar to Lovey Smith's defense that, that that was run here. Very similar, very similar. And we've seen Darius. So then they're so then they're shooting gaps there. But, which means they're not going to keep they're not going to keep offensive linemen off of. Even if they don't, Roquan they run some interference. But we've seen Roquan be effective in the three fourths. True that. Get yeah. off blocks. Yeah. So that's again, true. it's it's like it's like you're you're trying to find a reason to not pay a dude a few more million dollars. It just seems like you're making a problem unnecessarily. So because you like, could you could you could galvanize the players that are here or garner more of their acceptance of this new regime by taking care of this dude. I, I just I just don't see it. I just don't understand. I, 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 I'm just starting to believe 
the NFL has a mandate for certain organizations to just always be crap. <laughs> How, 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 like, like, how, like, how, how do we keep just continuously, how do we just continuously do dumb shit? How? Like, how? You, you know, knew, you knew, like, you knew. And already, already, same old bears. Just, I don't get it. Well, here, you said something earlier, B, about, you know, be, be different. Have the Bears maybe go a different way. It's always defense and linebackers and such. I, I think it, it, it kind of goes counter to what you're saying, but the, the Bears are the Bears. I mean, like, that's the blood. It's like you know, when you think of Pittsburgh, you're going to think defense first. There are a lot of offensive players, but at the end of the day, it, it's that Pittsburgh defense. You know what I'm saying? And when, it, when you think – you know, the Bears, most of the players in the Hall of Fame that are Bear players, I think it's about 20, 25, or 26 players. Majority of those guys are the defensive guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 20, 28. Most, most 28 in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. So 28 now. So, yeah, right. Because Erlacher and I guess whoever else went in. That's 20, 29. 29 next year. 29. And Cobra, who's going in next year? Hester. Hester. You, you think so? You want so? You know so? I, well, think, so. I, I think so. But I want to okay. say I know so. Okay. All right. So, so fair enough. The Bears are, are approaching thirty. Be the first probably now, the first franchise after Hester. It's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while. We talking about who could be our next Hall of Fame. But, but, but this guy could be that. That's guy. what I'm saying. Could, We're talking right. about right. who could right. be our next Hall of Fame. <laughs> so, you know, it's 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 so much. I mean, it's goofy because. His position, what he plays, how he's been, it's tied to Bear tradition. And Bear fans, true Bear fans, lifelong Bear fans know that. You got to get the defense right. And the way they drafted, they drafted the first two picks with defensive players. (laughs) So it's like, it's endemic. So why would you not want the quarterback of the defense to be there? I I just, I I don't get it. It seems really petty. And it seems like it's self-sabotaging. Yes, it, that's what I'm saying. It just seems like we do this to ourselves. All reports before this I've heard was how camp was going really good. <laughs> like outside outside of our receivers, receiver injuries, new yeah. receivers getting Tevin injured. Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins. I, and, and Tevin Jenkins right. outside of that. And even that story kind of got back on track. Like where kind of – Things got settled or something, whatever. But it was like everything was going good. Fields looked like he's going to have an improving year from last year. Everyone talking about how Eberflus practices are so much tougher than last year. They're working so much harder. It was like, and then boom, nope, can't be too much good talk. We got to <laughs> do something to, to, to keep Bears fans oh. rattled. We can't get them too high. Like, that's not how them anticipating a great season. No, we got to keep them with the realistic expectations. Okay. Roquan, no deal. What the fuck? Come on, man. It's just, we, it's like self sabotage, but like, it's done. And what, what's the reason behind it? I, I don't know. Cause you're not going to get, Generally speaking, if even if like you said before, trade them. I don't know if you're getting multiple picks, and if you do get multiple picks, they're going to be low. Like you, the highest you might get might be a third round, like a high third round pick, 
and maybe like a fifth. You don't think you can get a first rounder for Rohan? No. Damn. Not that wow. position, dude. Not at the position. No, I don't. Wow. Which okay. is crazy. I mean, hey, if you find a sucker out there, that's great. Damn. But if I'm a GM, I mean, I honestly, I don't want a first round pick for him because it's hard to find a guy like him. Yeah, I agree. Well, I don't know. Just go to Georgia these days. He's he's 25. If you go to Georgia, you can probably find a linebacker. (laughs) They seem to be turning about a mile a minute. Yeah, Georgia, Um, Georgia and Alabama, you you can find some guys. I don't trust Alabama linebackers as much. They kind of fizzle in the pros, but. But yeah, generally speaking, it's tough to find someone that can do everything he does and and do it as well as he's done and, and as passionately as, he, as he's done and consistently. You know, that's the other thing too. It's like it's not like he has a great game and then he disappears. And he's gone for two or three weeks and then he has a great game. You know what I'm saying? Where where it balances out, he's pretty much that same player, like pretty much week in and week out. And like you know, he's like that that consistent 300 hitter. You know, like you know you're gonna you know he's gonna hit 300 every season and it's tough, man, a position like that. And he's, you know, he hasn't, he's been, you know, knock on wood, he hasn't had a serious injury at this point. So you're getting a relatively durable player and it, approaching his prime. And it just, like I said, you make him proud. Pay the man. Pay the man. Pay the man. Pay the man. Yeah. Hey, we got a game this weekend, yeah. by the way. The Kansas City Chiefs are coming to town. Are yeah. you expecting anything from, from, uh, from from the first string offense, do you want to? Is there anything in particular you want to see from them? Will I want to. S- <laughs> yeah, they will. No, he said. Ibrahim said they're going to play. Okay. Yeah, they they kind of have to because it's a, everything's new. No, so might not, not not play much, but they're going to at least at least a series, if if not maybe two. But what I want to see is, I want to at least see uh, two two to three downs or how can i say it or what i'm looking for uh i don't want to see three and out i want to be able to see at least make like two or three first downs you know i want to see some movement i want to see that they can execute a running play without a problem you know where you can get three four yards i want to see an execution of a screen pass and i want to see a slant pass you know crap we didn't really see that much you know it's very very simple things but i want you to i want <laughs> simple I want to, things that the last regime right <laughs> thought were idiotic okay right. All right. but i and my point being i want to be able to see them execute basic plays and then repeat that execution if they can do that i'll feel better and then build on that towards the end of the preseason where what i want to see is can you pass protect well enough and on a passing down like it's third and six it's third and seven we everyone knows you're going to pass can you can you set up enough of a a wall so the quarterback doesn't have to scramble can the receiver get off of press coverage (laughs) you know and can the quarterback not hesitate and not hold on to the ball longer than these two and throw whether or not you complete the pass that's gravy but i want to be able to see can you get off press coverage can you block long enough so he can throw the ball? Can you make a decision and then throw the ball? And if you catch it, fantastic. And defense, whatever. And I don't want to see someone throwing a double coverage. I don't want to see him hesitating. I don't want to see him running before he needs to. I don't want to see him running out of a pocket and then causing himself to be tackled. And I want to see ball security. So those are some basic things I want to see. And you can see that in the first game, but I definitely don't want to see the, the, the negative aspects of what I mentioned by the third game. We, I want to see progression. 
I'm not worried about the defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna see it's everything's gonna be vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I I don't want what happened to uh the Bears last preseason against the Bills when uh Mitchell Trubisky came in and <laughs> looked like Joe Montana out there. But yeah, they yeah. I'm not too worried, especially since our our star inside linebacker won't won't be playing, but you know. Sorry, I didn't mean to go back to that. No, no. It, it, hey, it is what it is. You, great point. I mean, plus, we're not even if Roquan was playing, I, I passed, you know, I can say first one or two, uh, you know, possessions. I don't want to see him out there past that because that, that, that is your best player. Same thing with, you know, Jalen. I mean, yeah, I'm not the first, first game. I just, I, I want to see people get healthy. I want to see enough of the players that we don't know about. I want to see how good they are. Hey, Smoke, you brought up the injuries with the with the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. It's some guys out there right now. Yeah. Do you do you think they should sign one of these free agents that's out there? Like who? That's a flyer. Like who? I know. Uh, uh, Will uh, Fuller's out there. Will mm. Fuller's out there. He ain't going to play anyway. Odell Beckham's out there. Stop. Won't have him until the guys we got injured come back. Odell's so. like, I'm not coming to Chicago. He ain't coming to the other. cold. Yeah, you don't want to play. You don't want to play for the for the great Justin Fields. Uh, you know, mm, no. Odell's like, uh, whatever. But he team, won't. He might go to Dallas. But he won't be. A, but but he won't be available to all these teams who need receivers. Receivers will be back. So that's the thing with Odell. Odell might go to Dallas. You should, you should think about going to Dallas. Or going Actually, back to the Rams. That, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a, a bad move. He nope. he either gonna go back to the Rams or he gonna go to Tampa. How <laughs> I'm they sorry, go, we, we bring up watched. the Rams. How the hell do the Rams continue to get all these guys and and stay under the cap? How's they don't wait, they're under the pick. cap? They're well, under they, the cap enough enough to enough sign to, to sign and, and play. Yeah, but I thought at, they just didn't give a damn about the cap and was like paying the just, tax yeah. or something. No, that's baseball. <laughs> <laughs> there's a hard cap for football. No, yeah. dude, you look at the rest of the roster, there's a lot of no-name guys on that roster. And because they don't have <laughs> they like, they like, I think they had a shirt where it was like F first round picks or something like that. They had some yeah. kind of shirt where they was like, they don't care about first round picks, dude. They haven't had a first round pick, I think, in like since uh, they drafted golf. I think that was the last first round pick. That they use when they drafted a player with the first with their first you know first round pick. Everything else they've been trading. So away. how so how does that work? What do you mean? I've always been under the assumption that man, you need to have first round picks just to. If you think about, it, if you remember, I think you might be old enough to remember the Washington used to be Redskins when um, Bethard Bobby Bethard was a GM. They got rid of their first round picks too. And they were getting better. And this, this was like before free agency, the way it is now. And they were they You're were talking getting, about the eighties. Yep. Yep. In the mid late eighties, and to to a point, and and, and they were going. They went to a couple late eighties, early nineties, and they went to a couple of Super Bowls. And they, they you know, they I think they they won a well, uh, the Gibbs won three, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he won three. Yeah, they weren't. They were getting rid of their first round picks too. They're like, no, because it's, it's get because back then, you know, it was like it's going to take too long to develop. Uh, we get the veteran players, Blase Skippy. 
And it's not like the Patriots really did well with their first round picks during their, their during their uh they didn't their do run. well at all with them. No, they really didn't. Like maybe the, the offensive linemen and some of the defensive linemen work, like Richard Seymour, who's in the Hall of Fame, Vince Woolfolk, you know, uh maybe a, a couple of others, but like at the skill positions. Well, no, they, yeah, he, nope. The first they, receiver uh Belichick took was uh was Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Got a fresh start with us. <laughs> and right. now he's out. Baby. He's out. I was really I was really looking forward to seeing him play. I think he still has a shot of playing. I mean I actually well, he's out. He's, he's he's out for like eight weeks now though. That's still a shot of playing. <laughs> that means he's not gonna he's not gonna be available till October. Do you Week think there five. are that many great players in front of him that he won't get a chance to play? But he <laughs> has to, decision. but he has to then get himself into shape and all that. By that point, it's gonna be December. Okay. It's still a shot to play. I didn't say he play a whole year. I just he's gotta have a chance to play. Potentially. We'll see. Maybe he's a fast healer. We'll find out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I I wanted to see that one work. I mean, for a seventh round pick, I mean it is what it is. But I want to see that work. Look, Bayless Jones looks like he might be a decent slot receiver. He's got this. You just say that because he's from Tennessee. It doesn't hurt. He is a Tennessee volunteer. Go ball. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And Equinemius seems as though, and he's got a bit of a a head start because he's been in that system. Yeah, he knows the offense. Yeah. Right. He knows the offense. So that that can be helpful. And he's a a tall receiver. I like the fact that they got some tall receivers, you know, and they want to get a few guys with some height. Uh, to help your quarterback, because I, I hate seeing the guy have to throw to you know guys my height <laughs> out there in the NFL. <laughs> can, be, can be can be a little difficult at times when you ask the guy to be super accurate for some dude you can't really see over the line. So <laughs> um, I, I think these guys, and again, I, as much as Ryan Poles is annoying me with the with the Roquan thing, he and Eberflus have pretty much done what they said they would do. They're pretty transparent about how they want to construct this team. And again, like I said before, a lot of it's going to, the onus of the offense is going to be on the running game. And I think that'll help the offensive line because you don't have to sustain blocks. As you're a former offensive lineman, when you get a chance to tee off and hit somebody, I think you'd much rather do that than be hit oh, the most of the game. You, you can't be an offensive lineman and want to pass block more than you want to run block. Exactly. And I think that might help. I don't know, just speculation. I think that might help the line gel a little more quickly than it would be if they have to constantly be thinking about what they're doing as opposed to just acting and re- reacting and acting, um, being more, you know, proactive and assertive with what they're doing as opposed to, to having to, you know, react or, you know, be, be passive in terms of pass blocking. And we've got some depth at running back and all the running backs uh, can run and catch the ball. So that's going to be very helpful. You know what uh, I saw? I like the fact I saw somewhere, um, that they were implementing some I formation stuff. Yes. I like that. Get a fullback. Man, it's, it's unlike unlike the guy before who said hey, hey. I didn't I wasn't brought here <laughs> right. to run hey. the I formation when he ran the I formation in a game and that success. actually worked. Hey, right. it's been it's been a lot of shots fired. <laughs> at, at, at the past during this camp. Did y'all hear when Mooney said we're doing a lot more of like scramble drills? Like we didn't do that before. Like so, we're actually working on when Justin goes into scrambling. With his his what strength do we is do scrambling. As... We go, yeah, yeah. 
We don't work <laughs> like, on that though. I'm like, man, they're throwing so many shots. Like it's insane. Like, golly, we were just so incompetent as a as a team. What was oh my god. And just think for one year, we actually like the guy. Yeah. You're not my best friend. My best friend called him out game one against Green Bay. <laughs> against Green Bay, they should have won that game. They should have won the game. And, but towards I thought... the, and towards the tail end, he didn't get the ball back to Jordan. He had just broke off a big run. They could have got closer. So the field goal would have been a better attempt. And then he did something goofy where my best friend was like, see, that's what I was afraid of. He's the smartest guy in the room again. He's like, just watch. And yeah, we had a good season, but that season wore on. I thought the first game, the Green Bay game, they showed promise. And the fact that freaking Khalil Mack came in and and dominated just dominated everybody. Yeah. But I I thought they showed promise. Mm -hmm. It was the Detroit game. Wait, which one was that? Probably the second one where they thought they were the smartest guy in the room. And then the, 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 the Giants game right before the half. There were a lot of indications where he was. No, 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 no. I was going to say the uh, the Dolphins game. Dolphins game. Okay, yeah, that too. Where he settled for a 53-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, smartest guy in the room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm sorry. We, we, we I grew on, to, <laughs> on the Matt Nagy. Those, those days should be forgotten about right. now. Hey, hey, we, we are working through our trauma. It's okay. he come, he, he's coming to town. He's he's uh, on, on the Chiefs coaching staff. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm sure, he's he's looking forward to that. Oh man, it'll be funny if he gets booed. Ever heard of assistant coach getting booed? <laughs> <laughs> he runs out of the field. <laughs> Nagy, you suck. <laughs> but no, I'm looking looking forward to game game one. I don't know if I'm looking forward to this season per se, but it'll be good to see some oh you mean as a bear fan as a bear fan yeah okay i'm yeah. sorry yeah because I'm, I'm looking for, i think this season will be a phenomenal season i think it'd be one of the most i think what, it would be the most spectacular seasons we've seen in quite some time so what what would make it spectacular oh just all the talent i mean I, i've gone i think i've said before just how much talent's in the afc and just not knowing, like the AFC is going to be a, a war of attrition in a lot of ways. And maybe I shouldn't use the word war, but it's going to be a game of attrition, a season of attrition in a lot of ways. Oh, you mean, I'm, oh, you're talking about as just a football fan. As a football fan. I yes. got, I got okay. Overall. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I just, like no, I said. I, I thought you thought the Bears are like, you know, no. going on a, on a, on a no. long <laughs> playoff run here or something. No, like no, no, no. I, oh, I look oh, for the Bears okay. to win. I, I got them at five, at five wins, five and 12. I, I can see that. I got him at five and twelve, um, and it's only because the NFC is so bad. Otherwise, I haven't been like maybe two wins. <laughs> but the NFC is not as strong a conference, and I think there's some games, the winnable games. I think they can beat the Falcons. Uh, I think they can beat. The, I think they play the Jets this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can split with Detroit, um, and they might get lucky with the split with Minnesota. They might get lucky and catch we We're going to split with Minnesota. Telling you, we always get them once, at least once. It's, we'll see. It's, new, re- new regime. And I know it's weird, but new regime. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I, I think you know, maybe we get, maybe we might even get lucky and get San Francisco because it's Week One and Trey Lance. Yeah, with, uh, they Trey Lance. Sh- yeah. They should have beat. They should have beat San Francisco last year. Should be Frisco. Should be Pittsburgh. There's a couple of games they, they should have won. You know, yeah. hell, we beat the team that went to Super Bowls last year. 
you know, we, <laughs> and we picked them all four times. Yes. <laughs> Go figure. We did? Not the team that won. Not the team, team that, that won. Went. The team that went. We oh, beat the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. We and, did. And, That's and, right. And for a half, we looked good against the team that won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Which is goofy. It's like, it's, like, it's like the talent was here. Just the coaching staff was just really bad. <laughs> really bad. Hey, let's move on. Um, Speaking of contracts. Yeah. Kevin Durant. What, 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 what is going on here, man? Um, he came out and basically said he wants Steve Nash and, and Brooklyn's GM fired for him to, to, to come back. And uh, ownership came back and said, hey, they, they backed their, their management staff. They've given Kevin everything he wanted, mm-hmm. right? Pretty much. They brought him in with Kyrie. They brought Harden over. They got rid of Harden when they wanted him to go. I don't know if KD wanted that though, but Pay- no, he did. He was the one that was that was saying that Harden wasn't wasn't doing was this, nothing. Was for the scrunto? Yeah. He, he, don't man. don't forget all the coaches that were on the staff that had connections to him. Royal Ivy, who we played with, they uh, they OKC, they Ryan paid him. To, they paid him to rehab, right? And 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 now he wants to wait. He wants to go to Philly to go get back with Harden. I, 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 this is, I don't get it. A lot of these, a lot of these reports are just off the wall, like the t- teams. Because when Kyrie wanted out, they said Philly was an option. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like y'all just saying stuff, man. So some stuff I don't be buying, but, right. but, but like, honestly, I, I get, I get that the organization has done majority of what Katie has said, or what it appears to be Katie have wanted. If I'm Joe side, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Steve what Nash is, is incompetent. Whatever He's not he wants? a good coach. I'm not saying whatever he wants, but this is the least of my concerns. Steve Nash is not a good coach. He's not. Can't argue. I mean, the Boston not. series proved if nothing else. Did. He's not like like I get it. At some points, you got to hold your ground, but at least hold your ground when it's worth holding your ground. <laughs> Firing right. Steve Nash is not going to make you look bad as an owner. It, right. it just not like that's why that's why I'm like he actually giving you an easy task. Everyone <laughs> in the world has said get rid of Steve Nash. That's true. Too. <laughs> Everyone in the world have said it. Like so that's why I'm like I will do it if I'm him. I will do it. Yeah. I, uh, with Sean Marks. It, that one is a job. little tough. That right. one is a little tougher because. The although I don't agree with a lot of moves he made, but he's the one has done what KD has wanted, you know. So him, I think, is a little tougher to let go because they got rid of the Jared Allen and all those guys to bring in Hart. That was something KD wanted, you know. I don't even though they might have wanted Hart and gone, I don't necessarily think KD was was cool with the Ben Simmons edition. That's, mm. I think, what 
has rubbed KD the wrong way. Ben Simmons, I think dude needs to just retire. Uh, he he he's going to mess around and get jumped on by by somebody <laughs> and somebody somebody locker room because man he know he he's oh man I don't know but but yeah I I think I think the Steve Nash request I would have handled that right then and there I'll say less. If I remember right, when Steve Nash got hired, KD was was one of the ones that was championing it, right? Well, yeah, because they had an association with each other from the Golden State days. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was familiar with Steve Nash. He knew Steve Nash before he became the – I mean, you know, I say knew, he had a relationship with him to some degree before he even got to uh, to the Nets because of uh, their time – his time in so, Golden State. So Steve no, no, no loyalty there then, huh? Well, you know, there was initially, I mean, if you go back to Durant's statement, like right after they lost and you go back to the statement, like even like in, even before they lost, like back in April, you know, he's like, Steve's been dealt a crazy hand these last two years. And this is him quoting, like he's had to deal with so much stuff as a head coach, you know, uh, first time head coach, trades, injuries, COVID, COVID, right. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of stuff to deal with. And he was saying he was proud of how focused and his passion, you know, for the team. And, uh, you know, it's like he was saying all those things. Even right after the loss, he pretty much, you know, doubled down on that. And then something changed <laughs> between, yeah. like, May That's why I'm like, June. this stuff be so off the wall, man. Because in the June, it, he's like, hey, it's either them or me. <laughs> but it, it's going to be tough to trade them because the Nets are like, they're asking for, like, the, the world. The, the world. <laughs> but well, I, that, I would, too. No doubt. But here's the thing. Teams are going to be kind of iffy on giving you the world for a guy who had the serious injury he had with the Achilles, mm-hmm. and he's 34. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like he's 30 or 28. He's 34. And you're talking about taking on that contract for the next four years. So you're talking about a four-year, $198 million contract. And and what you have to give up. To and me, only team. Tough. To me, only team. Phoenix. That could do it. To me is uh, no, because you can't because you can't get a Bam in return, or you can't get a Devin Book in return, and, and from Phoenix it'd be Boston, Boston, Jalen Brown. Yeah, but I don't. I, if I'm Boston, I don't know if I want to do that because you're. Shit, you're just, I'm doing it in a heartbeat. Katie's not gonna play D like Jalen will. Hey. And I'm sorry, who was in the finals last year? Was it the Nets or was it Boston? I get it, but why am okay. I going to help out Boston? I mean, why am I going to help out the Nets if I'm Boston? I, I, you ain't I helping out Durant. the Nets if you Boston. You, you, you helping beat out Durant. You, you the beat Nets. Durant. You're helping out Boston. If you, beat, you you beat Durant and Kyrie, so why would I want to give that up when these guys are playing on the on they're on the upswing of their career? I'm catching the guy that is, even if he's at his you, apex. Because you, you, you got a big you, Golden State. You no, you get that up because yeah, you beat Durant and and Kyrie, but you want if Middleton is not out, they don't beat Milwaukee. I don't. I don't. They don't beat Milwaukee. But we're not talking. And, we're talking about going forward. Going forward, and and, and as a team. I get it, Jalen Brown, but as a team in Boston, see, Brooklyn don't have a market smart. Now, if 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 Boston 
because that because I think Brooklyn asked for smart and that's what I'm saying. What else are you giving up? You're not I'm giving not. Up Brown. I'm I'm giving up Brown and White. I'm not giving up Brown and and uh and Smart. If I got to give up Smart, then it's over. No, I'm not doing it. You need Marcus Smart. Like if you can give up Brown and White and Pigs, I'm doing it in a heartbeat. But clearly that's not the case because <laughs> it hasn't been done. I know, I know. They, right. They so if I'm Boston, to... I'm like, yeah. But I say that that's the only. That's the only. That'll be the best bet for them. Or as, believe it or not, Nick Wright makes a great point in favor of New Orleans. Wait, you agree with what Nick Wright? What did, what did Nick say? I don't typically agree with him, but he said if I'm if I'm Brooklyn, I ask New Orleans for Brandon Ingram straight up. Not straight up. Brandon Ingram, who else he said? Couple other role player guys and yeah. picks because New Orleans has a ton of picks. Yeah, they got a bunch of picks. Yeah, they got a ton of picks. They like you get a a growing superstar. Well, not for the, for the Nets. For the Nets, Nets. you get okay. Brandon Ingram, who you can build Bold. your franchise around, and you have those access of picks. He he don't want to go to New Orleans. I, I mean, it don't matter what the hell he want to go. Yeah, he ain't he got no no trade clause, right? He ain't got no no trade clause. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but he doesn't have a lot of leverage. Like, like the only leverage he kind of has is being an asshole, and that would be like, I'm gonna play, but then, oh, you know, I need to sit out every third game or something right. like that. But ultimately, so, I don't think so anything. You, so, if you're New Orleans, do you want to bring a guy that you know don't want to be there? That's why New Orleans not gonna do it. Did, did Kawhi want to be in Toronto? He made that work, but he was on that for yeah. He was on yeah. He knew what he knew. What it was. <laughs> they knew what it was. And he said, "Okay, I can win it, and I can get out of there." Well, ultimately, I, I don't think I don't think KD's going nowhere. I don't think so. And either. by the way, I would, I wouldn't mind living in Toronto. Yeah, I'm okay. You said that. Me. You said that before. Yeah, it's like I Chicago know, yeah. North. That's what that's what it is. It's just cold. That's it. It's a little bit cold. It's like Chicago North. No, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Chicago North North. North, right. North, North. Right. Right. On the other side of the wall. Game of Thrones. Chicago is, is relatively balmy compared to uh to Canada in the wintertime. But yeah. But yeah, I, I say ultimately he's gonna stay. Yeah, well, Kyrie and Kyrie opted back into his contract for next year. So he there you had go. To. Yeah. He had no choice. <laughs> so him and Kyrie have a shot to still do it. All right. Ben Simmons will be healthy, and and there maybe you know. and and maybe Ben Simmons decides to play some basketball. <laughs> maybe. Yes. Hey, did you guys see uh, the NBA is retiring Bill Russell's number six? Yes, that was. Yes, I think, sir. I think First, that's I was cool. like, number, I was like number six. I, said, check. I was like, why are they trying to dox number? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell what generation I'm from. Like, why are they trying oh, to man. dox number? But yeah, Bill Russell. That's that's yeah. pretty awesome. All the current guys can still wear it. Yeah, so they're going they're grandfathering all the players that wore the number as of last season. I think it's 25, 25 players, um, including LeBron and um Caruso. Uh, Alex Caruso. Um DeAndre Jordan wore it for the Nuggets. So what do you think? If you were a current player, would you be like, man, out of respect to Bill, I'm not gonna wear it anymore? Or would you be like, you know what, I'm gonna try and carry 
what I think is a respectful. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a play res- respecting his his number and his legacy. I'm gonna play to his you know respected level. Uh, Mariano Rivera wore 42 until to the end. So if if he can wear Jackie Robinson's number that long, he wore it. I say let he him wore it to the yeah. Yeah. Probably no no one better. But we all know Yankee players are selfish though, right, B? Selfish. <laughs> I'm just tripping. I'm just messing with you. Well, wait, 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 wait. We'll, we'll get on the captain at, a, at, a, at another time. But there was something that I found interesting that we'll 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 get on um with when it comes to trusting new guys mm-hmm. coming 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 into the circle. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah, say that for later. So, uh, so yeah, KD, hey, man. I think K- KD comes across, and this is another situation or another example to me where KD comes across petulant, like, for no reason. Like, I, I don't like, dude, like, how are you mad about getting what you want? I just, I don't Constantly. Yes. It's just like, why are you upset, dude? You, you're two-time MVP. Why are you making a false Twitter account and clap back? And like, what? I don't. Dude, you. I, what are you? Twelve? Like you just petulant? Like I, I don't get. It. I, title of this week episode needs to be self sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 has been the theme so far. And speaking of self sabotage, that's what's going on. How about those white socks? Speaking of self sabotage, man. <laughs> How about those white socks? <laughs> this team, I've been, you know what? I've 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 kept my mouth shut up until now. We're we're in August here, yeah. and it's been pay. This team was picked to to be a World Series contender. It's only May. They're gonna be all right. It's once only June. Healthy. Once they get healthy, it's gonna be okay. Once everybody's back. It's just the all-star break. Pitching is real good this year. We're only four back at this point. We're fine. I like that bullpen. Oh, we're two back. Everything is going to be just okay. We got Kansas City. Easy part of our schedule. The other teams teams in our division, we're playing the hard part of this. How the hell you drop three out of four to a triple-A team, (laughs) man? Yes. How? And And I get Tim is hurt. Doesn't matter. Don't matter, man. Not against this team. It shouldn't matter. You should, you should, you should win three out of four against the Kansas City Royals. No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And this team, they just, it's outside of the starting pitching, they just go through the motions. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I see out of this team. And And it's just it's just so frustrating. No, no reactive energy that's like you know what enough is enough yeah you know put your foot down f this we about to beat these dudes it's like it's just not there and uh we were talking about it today a little bit at, at the at the gig and it was like this is kind of off camera stuff it was like why are they going to um what vaughn why are they going to vaughn to ask Oh, you talk, you talk about the media. Right, the media. Why is the media going to Vaughn to ask questions about what Cueto said or about the atmosphere of the locker room? And not saying that Vaughn has somebody that can talk on something, but it's like he's not the leader on that team. He's the second-year guy. <laughs> you know, I, 
Abreu isn't like how often have we seen? And I'm not just talking about today. I mean throughout the duration no, the entire, of the season. The entire season. Yes. How often have we seen Abreu address what's going on with the team? If not Abreu, you know, um, even Grandal to some degree. And I get um, mad. Here, and here's the thing, man. With that, I know there's there's a language barrier. You know, I know they don't they don't feel comfortable, but you, you know, speaking, but they have an interpreter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Billy's right, there. An interpreter. Billy's there. But here's the thing. When they win a game and they're talking to Steve and Sony after the game about what they did, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I was this and, right. you know, this and, you know, blah, and they do the, you know, the interpretation for them or Eloy's like, hey, you know, da, 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 and I, I did this, I did that. And, you know, hi, mom. Okay. I need you talking when things aren't going right. So how are you all in the locker room? How are you all going to address this? And they they're not there. They're like, and that's what, you know, what people are talking about, oh, yeah, who is who is the leader of this team? And I always said, well, I, Tim was I, think, I think, well, yeah, but how Crazy. often is Tim, when, when things are going bad, you don't hear from Tim. Take, take for example, right quick, the Bulls. And I know it's a little bit different, it's a different sport, but the Bulls. Win or lose, losing streaks, whatever, Michael Jordan. You, you go to Michael Jordan, he spoke. When Michael wasn't there, you went to Scottie Pippen, he spoke. You talk to the Bears, Erlocker may have been a bit of a mope, but he still went to the podium. You know what I'm saying? Or well, nah, the quarterback. Uh, no, he, I, he, I, would, he would give the one word answer sometimes. Yes, I, I understand. I say he's a mope, but he went to the podium. <laughs> but he went to the podium. Or, or, you know, it might be Briggs, or it would be the quarterback. I mean, even, even now with the Bulls, Zach is there. Yes. Lose whatever. Zach and Zach talks uh, and, 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 and they both, they both they're, talk. They're not going to, uh, you know, the second year guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not, going to, they're not going to Caruso. <laughs> That's definitely who I want to hear from. Or, or better yet, what's, what's, what's my guy from North Carolina? Uh, Kobe. They're not going to Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it only, only going to Kobe because Zach is on COVID. <laughs> DeRozan didn't play. You know right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because those guys didn't, you know, they didn't play. Not when everyone was playing healthy. Or, or they, Vooch is like, or maybe they go to Vooch. You know what I'm saying? But we're not, and it's not like, I'm not saying that they always has to be a Brady. I'm not always saying it has to be a Lord. But these are guys who've been there. These are the guys who are the ones. Or well, Mikado. Like, I've never heard Mikado never, talk yeah. about anything. It's like, especially when things aren't going, aren't going right. right. And him and Tim have been there the longest. Yeah. So, so it, it's 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 and it's starting to show. I mean, the fact that Johnny Cueto came out and said, "Like, I, I would need, we need to play with heart. We don't have no heart. Play, not playing with heart. The same thing that what's the Keiko? Same thing Keiko said. Yes, Keiko. Keiko said it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, when the pitchers who haven't been here but had been on teams that have gone to World Series, and gone deep mm-hmm. into playoffs, are like, look, this is missing." Well, it gotta be when you when when you pitch your ass off like like Cueto did last night, mm-hmm. like Cease did today, mm-hmm. and you're not you're not getting any any run support. That mm-hmm. that's got to get to you at some point. Mm-hmm. And Cease played it cool today, but <laughs> you're right, you could tell how long. Yeah, how how long does that last? Right. You wait. This, this dude is having a uh, uh, once in a lifetime kind of season. They, so who uh, somebody told me? Uh, I think Nate told me today. Second half of this season, it's Dylan Cease and Bob Gibson. 
<laughs> historically historically yeah, yeah 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 and, and yeah. verlander's like right e- e- R- era wise yeah yes it's been it's been nuts like 0. 0.56 or something yeah like that. yeah in the last 14 it's, it's been it's been wasted he, he broke the record and then he broke it again today where he's had and he starts 14 consecutive starts or one or less runs that is that, that's crazy <laughs> that's, that's i can't even do that in a video game I've tried. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Yes. They're still three and a, they're only three and a half out. So <laughs> right. It's not over. Thank goodness. That, that though uh the Guardians. The, the Guardians did uh they took care of business against Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um but the twin the twins are are they're slumping twins. right now. Yeah. But yeah, the, it's still a shot, but they I mean at some point. It's it's just August. Uh, <laughs> they can turn it on at some point. Here's the thing: you have to ask yourself, what's their record? They're 500. There's 50 games left. They are a 500 team. They're going to go 25 or 25 down the stretch. <laughs> and, that's, and that's and that's, that's not going to be are. good enough. Yeah, yeah. Unless the Guardians lose like two or three key players and injury, less injury or something else does something to the Guardians and the Twins. And by default, the White Sox fall into being the best, the worst, best first place team or whatever. Um, they're not going to make it because they, they, they're not doing it. They're not, they're not taking a bull by the horns, as, as you would say. They just Because yeah. this, this is the time they should be doing it. They, but they should right, be going you, on. You got, you got Kansas City and Detroit for, for seven games. You you yeah, should be you yeah. you should be what five and six two and, yeah six six and, and one six and one five and two at worst right yeah yeah, yeah. and and just think if they were happen. they'd be in first place right now they'd be in first place going to going to going to Houston what um, yeah so yeah I'm I'm pretty I, it's it's over man what would you say B the title of this this week's episode self sabotage self sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, sucks. My Yankees ain't playing too hot either right now. So, but they gave yeah. themselves a cushion enough to, yeah. to yeah. sustain. Yeah, something like I, I'm actually I'm actually okay with this dry spell. We were a little too hot. Too early. Well, I would rather. You know what? I'd rather have it now. Right. That's why I'm saying. That's why I say I'm 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 not too too gone by it. You know, so I mean, dude, they've won. They've lost eight of their last nine. They're ten up. About. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, that's man. All right. Well, hey, remember the White They're Sox? They're fine. The, yeah, the old five White Sox went on, went on a went on a big slump. Horrible slump. <laughs> they went. They were. They were. They were fifteen up. Fifteen up. They were fifteen up, and it got down to a game two. and a half. Yeah, a game and a half. Damn. <laughs> right. I ain't know it got that close. Yeah, yeah it got close. to it. Got to it in, in late September. It got to a game and a half. Wow. Yep. So yeah, it had. Damn. Now they were able to then go on a go on a streak. Was it fifteen and one? They, they, they went. What they or eleven and one? They won. Well, they won eleven and one in the playoffs. But it started right. uh, before them. The week the week before the season ended. Right. Yeah. They 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 beat. I think they swept Detroit. Yeah. And then. They may have swept Cleveland going into the playoffs. Okay. 
Or maybe they want they want three out of maybe four, two, something, something, something like that. Yeah, something like yeah, that, right? Yeah. But uh, and then Cleveland turned, was they the were able to turn it on. Cleveland, right, Cleveland, on ass. Cleveland got to a game and a half. Right. 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 So yeah, it, better now. I would say that. Better now than in October. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not, well, not when you want it. Well, I think the Yankees would be doing better if Judge wasn't being so selfish playing for that contract. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Do, doing his part, goddamn. I mean, wait, wait, wait. I will say this: Yankee Stadium is such a such a terrible stadium. That's the only reason why he has what? What's he at? Forty-seven now, forty-seven homers 45. in August. Forty-five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. just forty-five. Come on, man. About three or four. I don't. I don't, I don't trust. Five. I don't trust those numbers just based on the ballpark. He's a righty, though. Exactly. Yeah, but the 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 right field fence is only three fifteen. Yeah, right down the line. He's going right center. <laughs> we, we just messing with you, dog. Oh, <laughs> hey, the field of, field of Dreams game just ended. Cubs beat the Reds four to two in the in the cornfields. I gotta I gotta admit, I I thought they was gonna get a little played out. You know, nah, after after last still. season. I saw the beginning of it where they, you know, they they come out of the corn again. Uh-huh. Uh, both and, both uh, teams together. Yeah, Ken Griffey out Ed there. Griffey and his dad. Uh, that, that his dad and, and Johnny Bench and Ferguson Jenkins and Andre Dawson, Sandberg, Lee Smith, all those guys. That's pretty damn cool, man. I yeah. I, I have to admit that. And, and I'll uh, say this: uh, the Cubs unis. Yeah. I actually like those. I didn't. Huh. I don't like them. No, no, oh no. My God, I thought those were sweet, man. I thought I thought they looked too much like the Reds. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, I, and the, the numbers, the numbers on the back, they they they're Boston's numbers. I couldn't. I couldn't tell them apart the night <sighs> first. When well, I yeah, first turned it on, because I turned it on late, I thought yeah. the Reds was winning. <laughs> I thought it, I thought the Reds was winning for nothing. I didn't. I'm like, they definitely looked a lot alike. If they I were, and, and I know why they they did it because it probably the the color popped more with them wearing the cream with the mm-hmm. with the with the red logo on it. But uh, talking about the Cubs, but I feel like it should have been since they were the road team. It should have been. A gray. Uh, a gray, gray with the with the Chicago. I mean, I don't understand why they the didn't do print that, on it. The Yankees were gray last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just thought that would have that would have looked cooler. I guess we're used to wearing gray. I mean, so. yeah, I was gonna say that's kind of a Yankee thing though. But yeah. but but do I, I don't know. I like the the old Cubby hat and the old the hat. Color. The hat's cool. I give you that. That that's cool. I I'm didn't like saying. the Reds cap. I didn't like that. Well, I'm not talking about the Reds. I mean, as far as the Cubs, like if the Cubs, like you know, we got the South Side Unis. Yeah. But the Cubs, like City Unis, look crappy. Yeah, they're terrible. Right. If they had <laughs> these as their City Unis, I'd like it a little bit better. No, no. I do. I just, I just like that. I, hey, I, I like the nostalgia. It just, it, to me, I'm like it. It just, it, it. it I, 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 when I saw the Uni, I was like, I'll give you that. If I wasn't right. such a, if I wasn't such a Cub hater, I would get that hat. <laughs> I can't. I can't be seen with a cup. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. But no, it was the the thought the the game was cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, 
you know, on the on the on the the heels of the Field of Dreams game. What are you guys's? What's you guys's favorite sports movie? You have to pick one favorite sports movie. So it doesn't matter the sport. It doesn't matter the sport. Okay, favorite sports movie. Okay. Doesn't matter the sport. What, what are you going with? Which one can I watch over and over and over again? Hmm. Do you know yours? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what's yours? That might help you help me help mine, trigger mine. If I had to pick just one movie that I'm that I can just watch whenever it comes on, I'm 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 glued on on the screen. It's uh, North Dallas Forty. Really? Who? Yeah. North Dallas Forty. <laughs> Before your time, North youngster. Dallas Forty. North <laughs> yeah, Dallas came Forty. Out, came out, actually, came out. It came out the year I was born, nineteen seventy nine. <laughs> Uh, it stars oh, Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, yeah. Uh, and it's basically it's a it's a it's a movie that's based on a book written by uh, former Dallas Cowboy Peter Gent, and it basically documents the I guess it would be the six the sixties Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they couldn't get the licensing from the NFL because it, the it, name. it 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 uh, divulged a lot of secrets. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so it's it's North Dallas, not Dallas. Right, right. And they yeah. were the Bulls, not the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> but a out man, it's an outstanding movie. Um, that really that really took you inside of what you know, what life like what was like as a football player back then, and probably still somewhat to this day, mm-hmm. in 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 many aspects. I already know what uh. Or Smoke's favorite uh, sports. What you doing? I do it. Hoosiers. At your heart. Hoosiers. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the most Hoosiers one of the most overrated, overrated movies of, of all time. <laughs> I, I'm messing with your dog. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, man. Do you do you know this- yours yet, B? I'm really trying to think because I love sports movies. Like, I love them. And, like... It's tough because I got a few, but you want the best I got, one. I, I well, got just throw, throw, that's, I got throw some few. out there. I got throw, a few. Throw some but out there. I'll say, I'll say... See, it's two that's stuck in my head right now that okay. I know a lot of people probably either don't really remember or definitely wouldn't say. Okay. And it's between major league okay. back to the minors. Whoa, 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 whoa. The third one? The third one. The Scott Bakula one. Back to the minors. Yeah, the Scott Bakula one. Right, right, right. Okay. And and summer catch. Freddie Prince John. That's actually a pretty, that's Prince a pretty good movie. Never heard of the, that. Uh, the Cape so Cod that movie. one is about Cape Cod. Yeah, yeah. And Back to the Miners, of course, is about Back to the Miners. Those two, to me, give you a true feel of baseball. Okay. And my eyes. And my eyes. It's not like a... Now, you know Durham. another one? That now, I, I was Durham. just... Nope. But I was just about to say, Bull Durham, I will probably add to that list too. <laughs> okay. But but I, if I had to pick, I'll choose Major League Back to the Minors. That's one movie to this day I remember the day and where I was and who I was with when I went to go see that movie. 
me and my dad went to go see that movie just off the spare the moment like it's a baseball movie why not and i remember it to this day if it's on i'm going to watch that's Point what i actually point. do it's not it's not my favorite of the major leagues obviously the first one is but if it's on i'm, I'm watching it. no mm-hmm. doubt about it okay all right well i got a few like i said in, in the vein of uh showing my age <laughs> brian song the original one uh, with with Billy D. Williams and James Kahn. You know, okay. R.I.P. Mr. James Kahn. I love uh, Brian Piccolo. I love Brian Piccolo. Because <laughs> <laughs> that one, man, every time I see that, that's the first, like, you know, movie, like, it gets, like, every time, and it's get, like, a little bit of a tear. I'd be like, man, mm-hmm. dog. But as a kid, for me, I was too young to see Gail Sarris play, but I just heard how great he was. So for me, I felt like I watched Gail Sarris play because of the highlights they showed that movie. Well, Gail's just doing things. I'm like, man, dude, I would love to have actually really watched him play. And to have actually have met Gail Sayers was like cool. As you know, so I said, man, I finally could see the dude who I saw as a kid, you know. So that was pretty cool. So for me, the original Brian song, I didn't see the remake, but I didn't need to because the original for me is the one. The remake was his. Uh... Yeah, I, I didn't hear a lot of good things. I didn't hear anything spectacular about it. <laughs> uh, the other ones, remember the Titans. Uh, I, every time that's on, I, I will watch it. Sunshine. You know, mm-hmm. I'll always watch that when there's a Washington, I can't go wrong, you know. Um, yeah. but but I, I, I thoroughly enjoy that movie, and I've never watched the big Lebowski. But for me, the bowling, I'm a bowler, for me, the bowling movie is Kingpin, it's just stupid, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I enjoy it. If it's on, I always watch it. And for me, sometimes comedies they stop being funny because you know, I've never I've never thought of Kingpin as a sports movie but I guess I guess it is. Well, bowling isn't really a sport if you ask me. It's it's a, it's a competition, but you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it's a sport because, you know, anytime you can drink and do something, I don't know if I'd really call it a sport. But uh but yeah, but for me Kingpin, it was just the, the one thing in there to me where I was like I was like, "Yes. That's that's it. It's like you when you hear a strike, you know it. Like you like like when you hear a person who's striking, you almost like the crack of a bat. Like you, like yeah, no, nah, he he put the barrel on that one. Like you can mm-hmm. tell, like no, nah, he can hit the ball or, or he can pitch it. You can hear the snap in the glove. To me, when the bowling lane, there are certain strikes where you be like, you, it'll make your head turn. You're like, well, who threw that? You know, no, mm-hmm. you, you do it again. You know, you follow the sound. Like okay, and you just and you watch. You're like, man, you know. Um, so so yeah, I, those are probably the three sports movies I'm, where mm-hmm. I'll just I'll watch it. Every you know. Time. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, I go got ahead. I got one that was also on my mind. And it's and now that I'm thinking about with major league with back to the minors and summer catch and all the move, I'm like, you know what? I it's a trend with me. Mighty Ducks is one of my favorite I trilogies. But the okay. third one, the third one is actually a really good movie. The third one is the best one to me because. It's not all that feel-good stuff from start to finish. They're actually getting their asses kicked, handed to them early. They're not <laughs> the big men on campus. Like, they're on JV. Like, and they have to earn their way. You know, and, like, I love that type of stuff, man. The, it, it gives a more realistic feel. The one thing I didn't get about that movie, though, was uh, their first game. The first game on JV, they go 10 yeah. nothing. And end up and, in blue, and then they right? end up blowing the yeah. tie something like that. that. No, they don't. They lost. They, they lost. They did lost. They, they did. Lost. Yeah. yeah. How does that happen? 
I, Especially I, in hockey, you don't I, even I, think I, that. I, I didn't think that was realistic. But no, it's it's actually it's, body it's, ducks. Well, it's a kid. good movie though. I know it's the I, I hated the second one. I never saw any of them. I love the I love them. You never saw you never saw uh, I don't want them. Yeah, you're a little you're a little old. Man, By the time that came out, yeah, I would have probably thought thought weird of you if, if you were watching the Mighty <laughs> Ducks. Well, I watched Little Giants. I watched Little right, Giants. Right, because Little Giants is a good one too. <laughs> like, I, I, I got a ton of sports movies. I, 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 I smoke Summer Dang. Catch. One of my my favorite uh one of my favorite movie scenes is the uh the final scene of uh of Summer Catch. When he, uh, when he he gets to the majors, gives, when he, when uh, Griffey take him gives deep. up, yeah, he gives up the home of the Griffey, <laughs> and he just he had that look on his face like that. But he was like, "Man, I'm I'm in the show though. I'm here. I made it. You know, I made it. Yeah." I wanted to ask Smoke this because this movie is way before your time. Have you ever seen Bingo Long and the Traveling All Stars? Ooh, take the so, flight. That's thing that's, the- that's one that needs to be on your list. That needs I- to be on your list, brother. I think I did, but I don't. No, 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 no. You can't think, man. Either you, either you, I don't did, know the either you did or did not. <laughs> uh, it's it's Billy D. Williams. It's basically it's 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 a, it's a Negro League team, and Billy D. Williams, right. Richard Pryor, James Earl Jones. No, 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 no. I didn't see that. It's another one that's Negro League based. That I that I always get that one confused well, with. Josh Gibson in it, and yeah. I always get that one mixed up uh, with uh it was an HBO movie. Yeah, it was an HBO movie. Um, mm-hmm. something of the game, I think, or something like that. But it was Delroy Lindo played Satchel Page. Right. right yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I forget who played Josh and who played um uh, uh Mo, the, the guy that played uh Bubba Bubba Gump. Uh, oh, all right, right, yes. right. Um, yes. he played Josh Gibson. He played Josh Gibson mm-hmm. and uh Blair Underwood was Jackie Robinson. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I there forget the name, but it was it was an HBO movie. I always, yeah. I always, I, when people ask me, have I seen uh, Bingo? Bingo and the, I always think of that movie, and it's not the same. So yeah, yeah. I, dude, I, I, I love that movie when I was a kid, man. And it's been long. I haven't seen it in an extremely long time, but uh, but yeah, I remember going to the movies, the normal theater on the South Side, to, to check out of on the nineteenth. No, that movie that still it holds up, man. Yeah, yeah. but dude, up. look at the actors who are in it. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's talking some all-time greats, you know. But uh, but yeah, man, put, put that one on your list, bro. Got it. It definitely holds Got up. It. Uh, yeah. And then I was telling Glenn the other day, um, one that we need to, you guys should check out is, um, I think MLB Network. It's a documentary on MLB Network called After Jackie. After Jackie. And it uh, okay. it talks about the uh, the second generation. Of uh, of black baseball players, yeah, and uh, that got to the major. So, uh, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Ernie Banks, uh, those guys, Frank Robinson. But then it also it 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 mostly focuses on the uh, the nineteen sixties Cardinals, and so they talk about we brought up Bob Bob Gibson Gibson. earlier, Mm -hmm. Kurt Flood, um, who is the they had a first base, Lou Lou Brock. Brock. Um, hold on, let me let me who was who who did they uh who did they bring up? Um, they had a first, ah, I forget his name, I I, I shouldn't. 
I should have read anyway, but they, they they talk about, you know, these guys struggles. You know, we talk about Jackie Robinson breaking the color bear and everything he went through, but mm-hmm. the second generation went through some things too. It didn't yeah. just, you know, everything just wasn't hunky dory, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, after the, the, the first guys came, I'm talking about Jackie and uh, Larry Doby and those guys. Um, yeah. Well, and now, and now in this generation, yeah, can't even so, get in. The can't door. even get right, right, right. So, and they did really. They, 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 uh, they were able to interview Bob Gibson. They, they got some really good stuff from him. Uh, I guess it was right. It must have been right before he passed because uh, he passed in twenty twenty, I think. So, uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely yeah, I did that, check that out. Put that on, the, yeah. put that on your list. And as we're uh, talking, people can't see, but the hat you're wearing right now is that's Negro League. Oh, Chicago, yeah, yeah, Chicago, American Giants, American man. Giants. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love, I love uh, the. T- I actually did a, I did a, believe it or not, I think I was in sixth grade. I did a, a history project on, uh, on the Chicago American Giants, Root Root Foster, and Ruth all them. Foster. So, uh, so yeah. God, so my, I, I, we, we've talked about this before on here. I got to get to Kansas City and see the Negro League mm-hmm. Museum. That's yeah. that's that's on my list. I got yeah, I got to go do that. Crazy coaching for the ACE program. Teams go to Kansas City every year. Why have my teams never been? I don't know. Everyone <laughs> else has been, but I've never been. As oh, far you gotta, as my teams. you got to tell them we got to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, but everybody I, be everybody be there they be at the museum and i'm the only one that has never been to kansas city yeah so maybe this year we'll I, see i gotta i gotta make that happen because uh, i've heard nothing nothing but good things about about that place yeah. so uh so yeah, that's i think that's a good place to end it Thank you guys very much. It's good to see you guys again, man. It's been too yes, long. Sir, man. Don't, don't yes, forget. Sir. Don't forget before we end it next week. We're gonna talk about oh the captain. The captain. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got we got one episode to go. It uh it premiered tonight, so we'll uh we'll take a look at that. And uh yeah, the first the first six episodes are really good. So I'm and for those uh, of you who don't know, the captain is about Derek Jeter. There we go. Number the, two, the, the greatest Yankee of all time. Arguably. Number two. And he he once said hello to me. <laughs> There's a story there. Very true. <laughs> I thought, I've, told, I've told that story. Oh, you have, but it's yeah, a good time to tell it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'll tell it next week. I'll tell it next week. <laughs> hey, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. We don't take your listens lightly. Uh, you can catch our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, or wherever you find your favorite podcast, I'm sure I missed a couple there. We're on all platforms. Baby. It's been a yeah. while. All yeah. platforms, all platforms, all Whatever platforms. platform you get, just check for us. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast as well as the uh, Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. I've never said that in that order. It's usually <laughs> podcast and then the Father Good podcast. I'm about the Father Good first. Shout out to Marshall. Yeah, I did that. Yo, Glenn. Yes, sir. Please take us out. Hey, like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week. Peace.
É isso. Oh, 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 oh,